Welcome, everybody, to the Snap Podcast. My name is Tyler Kluver, and let's consider this a personal audio journal of mine. A lot of rambling, a lot of random stuff, anything relevant in my personal life that has to do with health, fitness, diet, business, being an entrepreneur, and simply trying to unlock the avenues of personal growth that help me find the most happy, fulfilling, and free life that I can live. I hope that you guys can take something away from the show and maybe find some entertainment in it as well. Thank you so much for listening and uh, let's get to it. All right, we're going to blaze through this episode. Welcome, everybody. If I sound congested, it's because I am. I may or may not have had COVID. I don't know. Seems like I kind of did for a couple days. Symptoms were very similar to the first and second time I've had I had COVID. I don't know how many times I've had COVID at this point. Uh, I think it's three. And lungs, because that's something that I have a pretty good grip on as far as capabilities day to day due to the training that I do. Uh, the lungs are currently not working at a hundred percent potential. Um, part of that is because as you can hear, uh, there's enough blockage in my nasal area and throat, uh, that you could basically just dam up a river with it. But, um, also, I think some of that might be due to COVID. So we love that. Things we love is that. We love just taking steps back in our fitness and having to take probably when all is said and done a solid 10 days worth, maybe more of uh, time where my training is not going to be at the intensity or volume that I would prefer it to be or that it needs to be to continue to make rapid progress. Um, but there's nothing I can really do about it at this point. So we just got to roll with the punches and do as much as we can. Still woke up this morning, still sat on the rower, did eight 500 meter intervals. Um, felt like I was breathing through a straw. All good fun. So here we are. None of that has anything to do with this episode other than that's why I sound like I just smoked a cigarette. Today, we are going to continue with the um, series, I guess. Uh, last week, we did three proteins that you should be including in your diet. Today, we are going to do three carbs that you should be including into your diet. One of them is a little bit broad, too. The other two are... Uh, specific, but um, these are three carbs that two out of three I use pretty regularly. Uh, the other um, is just sort of a a personal choice and kind of specific to me. We'll get there in a second. Um, carbs in general, before we get into these three individual food choices, carbs are a tricky nutrient, uh, a tricky macronutrient. They have been demonized by a lot of people, uh, a lot of media, a lot of content, 
a lot of diets and structures and uh, nutritional approaches usually attack or go after the carbs. And that is not for all bad reasons. I would say out of the three macronutrients, proteins, carbs, and fats, which we will do next week, carbs are the easiest to get out of hand quickly when it comes to eating them. I don't think many of us have to sit there and think long and hard before you can come up with a food that is carb-based that in your head you say, oh shit, yeah, I could probably just eat that until I threw up and the amount of calories that that food would contain would be just way too many, right? It would not fit inside of the... Uh, inside of the daily caloric intake that you would be looking for if you know that number. Um, they are satiety-wise uh, and... Oh, how how should I say this? The way that most carbs taste relative to proteins or relative to um, fats, and this isn't to say that fats and, and proteins aren't delicious, right? Because a ribeye steak is my favorite food, and that's comprised of two things. It's fats and proteins. It doesn't have a carb in it. But the signals that carb foods send to your brain and stomach are much not much different, but they are significantly uh, less advantageous than the ones that protein or, or fats will send. Meaning, when I go to eat ice cream, there's not a lot of signal to my brain when I'm eating ice cream, no matter how much I eat, right? Unless I'm just, abs- in, you know, I'd have to get into like a gallon worth of ice cream before I start to feel full on ice cream right? Relative to other food, you could eat the same amount of volume. Um, and you know, maybe a protein or a leafy vegetable or something else at a certain volume amount would start to say to your stomach, all right, I'm good. I'm full. We talked about last week, how if you were to try and eat 600 calories worth of chicken breast, um, the satiety signals and the, uh, the taste factor, and how much it's telling you to eat more of that said food, um, you would feel so crazy full on three, four, five hundred grams of just pure chicken breast versus you eat three, four, five hundred gram uh, calories of ice cream, and you're just going to be getting started, right? So carbs are tricky for that reason. And for the reason of because the way our society has evolved and the way that, uh, well, to be frank, the way to make the most money is to make super cheap processed food that can last a long time. Carbs happen to be, uh, at least they found a way to make carbs in those forms of foods and uh, they're just not good. Um, Generally. The processed ones, uh, and the carbs that aren't as processed—the ones, some of the some of the few that we'll talk about—even um, then, again, they are, um, you know, 
the way that car it, it boils down to this. I'm so fucking bad at this. So many more podcasts you could listen to about carbs than, than this one. Uh, the way that carbs are dealt with in the body, right? We eat them, they go into our stomach, they're processed, they're broken down, digested. And now, you know, the building blocks of what a carb is, which is essentially just a sugar, even if it's not sugar, it's, it's, it's turning into sugar in your body. Um, the way our body uses those relative to how much we eat of them um, becomes the problem. Carbs are out of the three nutrients, proteins, fats, carbs. They are the non-essential, meaning we can cut carbs out of our diet. And as long as you get enough, uh, and it, it would take an adjustment period for most people because we are currently eating carbs, most of us, but we could eat enough protein and fat to have a high enough caloric intake daily to where we could function just fine as a human protein we need as a building block to recovery and repair to all the damage that our body takes just living each and every day um, muscles hair nails skin bones uh, tendons organs all of those require muscle uh, muscle all of those require protein to uh, continue to create healthy new cells on their, you know, cause our cells recycle themselves and, and, and make a new every so often we require protein for that fats. On the other hand, those are also essential, um, for a lot of reasons in the brain. Uh, a lot of the structures in our brain are, uh, encapsulated in a fatty layer that requires dietary fat. Um, that our body uses for that and also a ton of hormone regulation inside our body our thyroid um, has a lot to do with that there's there's so many things uh, hormone related that fats are super important for carbs on the other hand are simply an energy source one of three and the more carbs that we get eventually in our body our liver stores glucose, our muscles can store glucose, but at some point, the glucose of which carbs are converted to in the body is going to be, there's going to be too much and our body has to put that somewhere and we store it as body fat and that is why carbs are sort of the demonized, you know, Atkins, um, what's the other one of oh, Atkins keto um, all of the diets that say low carb or no carb that is why they're cutting out that specific nutrient is is for that reason now for most people if you are a generally healthy individual even for someone who's not healthy um but is trying to be you're active you're uh, being cognizant of the total calories you're eating each day, you are exercising on a regular basis, and that's a big part of this. Carbs are probably recommended to a certain amount. For someone like me who goes way past that, or some people like you out there who are listening to a uh, niche fringe 
fitness and health podcast about carbs and other shit that's this specific, um, you also may be into fitness or may be interested in fitness and health to a level at which carbs are going to be beneficial and preferred in many instances. For myself, and we might as well just get into it, our first carb of the day is oats, oatmeal. Um, it's a great energy source for your workouts, for your training. Now, this is the one of the three today that I do not currently eat consistently. I will definitely have, you know, if I'm at a hotel or every once in a while, I do have oatmeal at the house here, but I do not eat this consistently. Um, and this is simply a luxury for me. Um, to be honest, at some point, I probably will go back to eating oats a little bit more consistently. Um, where I have to look at in my diet where that would fit in. For a lot of people, oats are going to fit in as a breakfast, right? Oatmeal. Uh, for a long time, when I initially started my intermittent fasting journey, I don't journey is kind of hyperbolic. Uh, when I was done with football, started losing a bunch of weight, I would make um, overnight oats and take them for lunch at work. And those worked really well. Um, they are really, really filling for not a ton of calories, but they are still a carb, a good carb, and uh, can give you that good sort of sustained energy um, without being too overly processed or sugary. Now there's definitely some oatmeals that you can find that are that way. But I do not currently eat oatmeal because um, – in its spot, essentially, where it would fit, I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And that is because the peanut butter and jelly, for how much it fills me up, I can get twice as many calories. And I enjoy a peanut butter and jelly taste-wise a little bit more than I do oatmeal. And because of how much I work out, I have the ability, I actually have the need for more calories than oatmeal is going to give me relative to how much it's going to fill me up in the morning. So eggs in the morning and oatmeal will someday be my go-to. Right now it's eggs and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But oats are an incredible source of carbs. They are pretty darn tasty. I mean, you just buy yourself a box of uh, Quaker oatmeal, fucking um, cinnamon, whatever it's, you know, the good... Maple, brown sugar, oatmeal, right? They figured it out. Tastes pretty good. Um, and that can get you started in the morning for, I don't know, a packet might be 220 calories, 240 calories. And you'll be full. Like eat a, eat a packet of oatmeal, let it sit for a second. You will, be, you will be filled up. That's number one. Number two, and this one's broader, right? This is broad. But fruit, fruit is a carb. I think a lot of people out there who aren't really keyed in, even someone like me or other people who know that everything has to fit into a, a protein, fat, or carb, one of those three, people still sort of think of fruits and vegetables as their own thing, uh, when in reality, they are all carbs. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. Carbs are the demonized 
uh, macronutrient. However, fruits and vegetables often thought to be some of the best foods on earth, best bang for your buck. And I agree fit into the carb category. Um, so fruits, I would dial this down even further to berries. If we're going to be trying to be specific. Um, I don't think I really have to be specific because it's my podcast and I can do whatever the hell I want to do. But if I were to suggest fruits for you to eat and my personal preference, it's blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, blueberries. Berries are incredible. Anti- they have uh, an incredible amount of antioxidants, which are supposedly good for you. I mean, we all hear about antioxidants. I'm not here uh, able to give you the rundown on why those are so good, but they are, um, they're like nature's candy. I mean, they're literally like little gushers. When I eat, I eat raspberries every day in a half hour after this podcast is over and I go up to eat lunch, I'm going to have a handful of raspberries. They're amazing. Sometimes I'll switch it out with blackberries. They are, uh, fruit and vegetables. As we've mentioned multiple times on this podcast, if you are going to sit there and eat a cup of raspberries or a cup of broccoli, you are going to get a whole lot more full than if you eat a cup of ice cream. Not only that, you're going to be full on X times amount less calories, right? I think a cup of raspberries, if I'm not mistaken, is something like 60 calories or maybe 90 calories. A cup of ice cream, most ice creams, is going to get you three times that, maybe three or 400 calories. And I know ice cream is the extreme example, but you can fill yourself up on a crap load of berries and other fruit, apples, banana. Bananas are a little bit higher. There's some that are higher in the sugar content, which drives up the calories a little bit, but it is almost impossible. I think the best way to describe fruit in general as being a really, really great carb source is, have you ever heard of somebody who's overweight, out of shape, say, man, I just ate too much watermelon. Like, yeah, I got fat eating watermelon. I had too many bananas. If I wasn't, su- if I wasn't such a sucker for oranges, I wouldn't be so fat. No one's ever gotten fat eating fruit eating grapes, eating berries, eating apples, oranges, bananas, all of no, no one, you know, has ever gotten overweight fat out of shape because they ate too much fruit. The satiety to calorie ratio is just not, it's not possible. So fruit is the second one, berries specifically, raspberries, if we're going to really get there as a personal preference. And finally, this one has a little bit more information behind it. Um, and is a little bit you know, you can go either way, uh, sort of personal preference. And this is rice. Specifically, you know, we have the brown rice versus white rice debate. I'm going to break down a couple reasons why you could go with either. Um, it, in the end, it's not going to matter a whole lot, which you choose between rice, uh, brown rice or white rice. You are not going to be significantly healthier as long, you know, if you're, if all things else are considered right and the calories are equated because they do have different calorie amounts you're not going to lose weight or or gain weight any faster or easier going either direction i personally love jasmine rice which is a white rice 
Um, it's it's a little different than just a normal. I mean, there's seven thousand. I've I've got a uh, uh, an article up here from Healthline. Um, seven thousand different types of rice. Right, brown rice has um more of your nutrients, your uh, vitamins and minerals in it, just a little bit more. And the reason for that, uh, it it also has more fiber. And the reason for that is because it still has the, what is it called? I was just looking for it here. It has the bran on it, right? The, um, oh, I sound so smart. Yes. Uh, brown rice is the whole grain, right? White rice is actually been removed from the bran and the fiber is part of it, um, which is going to give you less calories per cup, right? So a cup of white rice is actually going to be right around 85% of the calories that a cup of brown rice would give you. You're also not going to be getting as much fiber, as much vitamins and minerals in the brown rice. That is negligible amounts, right? You're not going to be more healthy if you eat one or the other calories equated. I prefer the white rice. I find it a little bit tastier for the things that I eat it with. But rice is an incredible, uh, it's going to be better than bread. It's going to be better than pasta. Rice is probably your go-to if you're going to, if you want a large portion portion side dish. Um, You know, we all know how bread makes us feel. Uh, I don't think I have to describe that too much. Pasta can be very heavy hitting as well. You're less likely, again, sort of like no one's ever gotten fat on fruit. You're less likely to hear somebody say, wow, I just, rice just kills me. I just feel like I'm, you know, that's post Thanksgiving or post holiday meal uh, coma. Very rarely are you going to hear people um, in that state because they ate too much rice, right? It's just the healthier healthier alternative. I personally think that it fills you up a lot faster per calorie versus a bread versus a pasta. I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, It's versatile. It can go with a whole bunch of different things. I personally eat rice as my main carb for lunch and dinner. Uh, Say there's 10, well, there's seven days. So there's 14 lunches and dinners throughout the uh, throughout the week. I probably have rice as my main carb at at least half, sometimes up to 10 of those meals. Um, you can make a crap load of it at a time. I literally make four days worth. Um, white rice is going to have a slight. It's it's higher on the glycemic index ranking, which means it's going to spike the blood sugar a little bit if you're going to really get into the weeds here. Um, But if you can make white rice, cool it down, put it in the refrigerator, and then when you go back to reheat it a few days later, for some reason, that cooling process actually lowers the GI rating uh, back down to about where brown rice sits. So other than that initial meal, if you're making a large portion, the GI is about the same. it's a really, really good carb. It's not going to upset your stomach. I personally work out on it great. It's a great fuel. I think it's a great all-around food. So those are your three carbs to consider adding in to your diet on a consistent basis. Oats slash oatmeal, fruits, specifically berries, and rice. Either brown or white doesn't really matter. 
hopefully something in those 24 minutes that I just went through sparked something in you. Uh, you learned something. It made you think about something. Um, reach out to me if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, you hate the podcast. You love the podcast. All that good stuff. Next week will be the last of this series. It will be fats. There are not a ton of fats out there that you can just eat in uh, solidarity. So should be an interesting episode. Until then, have a great week. We'll talk next time. Peace.